what are the common health problems that people experience during Ramadan when they're fasting. In this episode, I'm going to explain the various different health conditions I've seen come through my door when practicing as a GP over the past few years, and also how you can prevent them from being a problem for you during Ramadan. Shall we begin? Ramadan is the ninth month of the Islamic calendar in which many Muslims will fast for 30 days continuously. This is from sunrise to sunset and can mean fast for up to 17 hours in length. That can clearly have a physical toll on the human body. And over the years, I've seen various different health issues that have affected many people as a result of fasting. So I'm going to share with you the top five health conditions I've seen many patients suffer with during Ramadan and how you can prevent them from being a problem so you can fast safely and look after your own health. So at number five, we've got chronic health conditions. Many people do have chronic health conditions and during the years I've seen many patients who have unfortunately had their health conditions suffer because they've either not continued to take their medications appropriately during Ramadan or stopped taking them altogether because they're worried about it impacting their fasting. It's really important to note a couple of things. So firstly, if you do have a chronic health condition that means that you shouldn't fast, that's okay. If you are after specific guidance, have a look at the British Islamic Medical Association and I'll put links to that down below. However, if you are planning on fasting, it's important to have a discussion with either your local pharmacist or your practice team that looks after your health conditions to understand how you can safely take your medications and continue to look after your chronic health conditions whilst you're fasting. Two particular conditions, those suffering with diabetes and those with asthma. The British Islamic Medical Association does say that taking your inhaled medication doesn't invalidate your fast. So actually, compliance with your medication taking them shouldn't lead to your health suffering. Diabetes is a health condition that obviously is affected by what you eat and with you not eating regularly that can really change things during Ramadan. Depending on what type of medication you're taking it's really important to have a discussion with somebody beforehand if you are planning on fasting. This may mean changing the times of your medication and even the doses of the medication that you are taking to do this safely. Additionally, any medications that may affect your kidney function, particularly diuretics or water tablets, as many people know about them as, it's important to note that these need to have been discussed with your health professionals before you start fasting to making sure it's safe for you to fast. If you have other health conditions that also require complex medications, please have a discussion with your local practice team or specialist team first. The fourth common health condition I see many people presenting with during Ramadan is because they're feeling either faint, dizzy or potentially even collapsed. Now this is because, again, when people are going through long periods of fasting, not having enough fluids or food can mean that they feel dizzy and lightheaded. And this is really common. It'd be nice to think that our bodies can take it, but it's a physical toll, so it's important to remember that may not be possible. In particular, many people may feel faint, dizzy, and even collapse during the hot weather. So if it is a particularly hot day, please do be cautious and careful. There are many times where I've been called to see people, for example, in our own mosque, when they have collapsed or felt really dizzy, and this has often been due to dehydration, which is preventable. To prevent this from happening, keeping yourself well hydrated during the times that you can eat and drink is really important, and making sure that when you are eating, you're eating slow-release foods that give you energy throughout the remaining period can help to prevent that being a problem. The third most common health condition that I see people present with is indigestion and heartburn. Particularly during Ramadan, many people will start eating nice, luxurious types of food like samosas, kebabs, all that kind of stuff, particularly at the time of iftar. The problem with those kind of foods is they are quite high in oil and spice. And that combination, particularly the long periods where you're not eating, 
unfortunately really increases the risk of you developing heartburn and indigestion. I remember in my youth days often having a doner kebab at the time of Sihori and then definitely suffering with it shortly afterwards. The best way to prevent that being an issue is firstly, when you are having iftar and suhoor, the meal times at both the end and the start of your fasting times, to make sure you're eating nice, healthy foods that are not high in oil and not too spicy, as well as making sure you're having plenty of fresh fruit and types of food that are slow to digest. So particularly brown bread, brown rice, and various things along those lines that will mean you get slow release of energy and less irritation to your stomach. Also, make sure you drink plenty of water to keep yourself well hydrated throughout the daytime hours. And that leads in very nicely to the second most common health condition I see people suffer during Ramadan, constipation. Particularly during the longer fasting periods, for example this year we have fasts up to 17 hours, it's not uncommon for people to experience constipation because they are not well hydrated throughout the daytime, as well as because of the change in diet that they may have. Again, to prevent this from happening, make sure you keep yourself well hydrated during the times that you can eat. So sipping small amounts of fluid regularly rather than having one big glass of water right before the start of the fast is a much better way to keep yourself hydrated. Make sure you have plenty of high fiber foods. This will also keep you fuller for longer so you don't feel as hungry during the times that you are fasting. And importantly, it will keep your bowels from functioning. If, however, you are finding that you are getting quite constipated, using simple laxatives from over-the-counter from the supermarkets or the pharmacy can help, and you can take those during the times that you can eat and drink. Now, just before we get to the most common health condition I see during Ramadan, if you have found this episode useful, please leave us a like or a comment down below. It really lets me know that this is valuable content to you. And the number one health condition that affects most people during Ramadan is headaches and migraines. Over the years, I've had numerous consultations with patients who experience headaches and potentially even migraines during the time of Ramadan. Why does this happen? Again, particularly when we're talking longer periods of fasting, like 15 to 17 hours, not having fluid for that period of time can definitely lead to dehydration-based headaches. In addition, many people have a reduced caffeine intake as well. So many people actually experience what's called a caffeine withdrawal headache, and that can really be quite painful, particularly for the first week or so. Additionally, when you are fasting, there's a significant change to the way that you sleep, and that can have an impact in you developing headaches and potentially migraines, and in particular, both the physical and the psychological stress that you may experience when fasting, particularly if you're having to look after other people whilst you are fasting as well, that can provide a real challenge. Adjusting the way that you may work, for example, can help, as well as making sure you keep well hydrated during the times that you can eat and drink, and trying to improve the way that you rest, so potentially even getting some sleep during the day, can help to offset these problems. If you would like to know more about the health conditions that might affect you this year during Ramadan, do check out this video in particular that talks about vaccinations and various other aspects. Alternately, YouTube's probably recommend another video for you right here, and I'll catch you in the next episode.